0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 30 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate
1: Reyes.
2: It all starts
1: right now.
2: Welcome back to the 30 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 376. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hello.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to anybody that's new. Welcome to people that are regular. Welcome to people that are just being born. Obviously newborns are listening to us as well. This is yeah, take take 3 in the hospital. By the way, take 3. Yep. You yep. you'd, you'd think
2: yeah, first time, first take uh, the soundboard was off again. I'm not, a, if you were with us last episode, that's not me. I don't know who controls the soundboard. It's hundred percent. You, if somebody else forgot to flip, we've on talked the about soundboard. this.
0: Your sarcasm doesn't land. Well, it's people don't get it. They don't understand
2: It's thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Your uh, second take like
0: Ryan from the office. It's second, just
2: second, second take, uh, Nate's mic decided to just explode. get loud. Yeah, and it's still kind of doing it, so I don't know what's going on there. So maybe like let's not yell today. Oh uh,
0: we'll see. No promises.
2: Um, and here we are, third take. Uh, did you mention the the Bleacher Report thing? Did you include those? No, that was well? last
0: take. That was last take. Welcome okay. to anybody that came and saw us on Bleacher Report. Um, that was pretty neat. You know, for us to just uh, sit there and talk to a bunch of new people. Obviously, we were wrong. Uh, or at least I was. I didn't think Verliner was going to get traded. And that's what we covered. It was possible trades, but I didn't think it was going to happen. And then, sure enough, a couple hours later, all of our stuff is outdated. Wrong. We did include... The Astros in possible Correct. destinations right we did we did so and we got that those, part right
2: somewhat for those who have no idea what we're talking about we uh we had the the fortune of chatting on Bleacher Report as part of their trade deadline day coverage uh had a thir- little 30 minute window there around uh midday I suppose Uh, We were able to get on there, and they wanted us to talk Justin Verlander trade destinations. So we went on there and talked Justin Verlander trade destinations. And look, like I don't want to get on here and pat ourselves on the back, but like you know, good good for us, man. Like keeping it real, I feel like we've come a long way. We've come a long way. It's true. Here we are on trade deadline day, talking on Bleacher Report with a bunch of new folks. Again, if any uh, if any of those new folks migrated over. Welcome. Glad to have you. Uh you haven't really missed anything. We're we'll we'll pick you up on this train and keep on moving. Uh we got about two months left. Am I am I reading that right? Two months left in the season? Before we get into October? Did we did that we math get, checks out? Did we figure out for sure does the wildcard series start on the third or the fourth? Because that is very relevant to us. I feel like we need to know this, and by mm-hmm. look on your face, you don't know. So I'm gonna. I didn't look it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna carry on. Um. So yeah, bleach report. That was fun. You could say, well, guys, this is your trade deadline recap episode. You're a little late to the party. We understand, but also but, consider that we were at the party we were taking part in the party that's true that's the day true. of yeah about
0: as big as big of a party right. as you could get so right. true fans knew that
2: yeah and shout out to the ones who were able to uh join us in that party in the chat That, that the was the chat was
0: popping chat was I, popping
2: i really enjoyed that and you know i went back and kind of skimmed over i don't think there was Many, if any, people in there being like, "Who are these clowns? What are they talking about?" So, I didn't get any of that
0: either. That's kind of what I was expecting to to good. fire it off, to be honest.
2: So we must have we must have had a pretty good yeah. day. So yeah, you know, it was
0: just filled with like eighty five percent Braves fans.
2: You know, I'll I'll be willing. I, I'm willing to put up with those if if we can Typical continue though. to get more spots with Bleacher Report. I'm all about it. Um. Can before we get into the trade deadline stuff well it's sort of related to the trade deadline. In fact it's very much related to the trade deadline but it's probably not where you think I'm going right off the top here. Uh just getting the negativity out of the way here, can we just address Lucas Giolito's uh two starts in an Angels uniform since being sent over? Who from said the White Sox? who
0: said who agreed to getting the negativity out of the way? I'm just kidding. Not really. Is this Um, not your MO? Do you not just love
2: (laughs) diving right into the negativity?
0: Well, I don't like getting out of the way. I just, I think it's just always there. You like letting it sit? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to sit and and bake in my negativity.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can push this off for a few minutes if you like. No, it's all good. It's all good.
0: I mean, I think, look, like it was against the Braves, right? Second start, I believe
2: yeah but still i mean come on man i mean he gotta
0: get he gotta shake off that that white sox cobwebs you he know had what i a, mean he had a start to do that before yeah and that looked good vibes were high i don't know i mean it's look he's been up and down it's been a look roller coaster guy
2: it didn't look good he's 0 two with a twelve e r a and two starts with the angels yeah he gave Still up got three combat. runs. I, I'll give I'll give you this. It was better certainly than his Braves outing. He gave up three runs over five and a thirds uh, versus the Jays on Friday. So not exactly the easiest uh, mm-hmm. team to mm-hmm. go up against in your first outing with the Angels. But what was it yesterday? Three and two thirds. Gave up nine tied a career high nine runs. And I believe mm. Mm. somebody check me on this. I believe those nine runs were on Marathon Monday against the Red Sox. I remember it, it was a it was an early game. It was a day game, and I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that's when he gave up nine runs. I may be wrong. Somebody check me on that. But he allowed nine runs, gave up eight hits, and gave up three home runs.
0: What's the relevancy to the marathon? Connect those dots for me.
2: No, that's just the – I'm talking about the game that they play. It's Marathon Monday. They have a game. It's like uh, Patriots Day. They play like 11 o'clock in the morning. It's like an early game. He was on the mound that day for the White Sox. For the Angels? For the White Sox. You're saying last year? My guy, are you listening to me? Not really. The the <laughs> the, the start he just had against the Braves tied yeah. the
0: career worst. Ah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: gotcha. And that tie, that game, gotcha, I believe, gotcha, gotcha. was against the Red Sox. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I just wanted to address that before we got into some other things because— sure. We already talked about the Lucas Giolito trade. So there really wasn't much of an opportunity to bring that up later in the episode. Yeah. Uh, and I figured we could use it as a transition into talking about Dylan Cease not being traded. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, kinda, somewhat. Like, what's the point of blowing it all the way up if you're the White Sox? Like, why get rid of Luis Robert and Dylan Cease? You know, as, as like, Fun as that would have been to, to see those types of names moved, I'm sure the asking price was just really, really high. And, I mean, because you have Dylan Cease with control. It's not just the rental. It's Dylan Cease with control. So, yeah, you're probably talking about at least two of your top five prospects, if not more. So, as a team, it's just like, uh, how many GMs are feel okay doing that? Not a lot. Not a lot. So, yeah, it would have been nice. I would have liked to have seen him in, a, in an Orioles uniform, I think. That would have been a sweet fit. But I think Jackson Holliday was probably requested. And the Orioles are like, nah, not going to happen. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, They said I'm they're going to go for it again next year. Whatever that means. I mean, it's AL Central, so... Going for it is just getting out of bed at the right hour. Getting your day started like a normal.
2: Ain't that the truth. Yeah. Um. Talking about the O's. Continuing this theme here of not being traded. A name that we thought would have been maybe a decent fit with the O's. Eduardo Rodriguez. Can we talk about that for a minute? That seemed to, to be the the top headline there in the final hour of the deadline and Eduardo yeah. Rodriguez declining, uh, a move to the Dodgers who from what I read had a move in place. Like it was essentially a done deal. And then the no trade clause comes into effect and, uh, he's staying put. So I'm going to take a different angle. Everyone is like at the, in the
0: very first moments of those reports were like attacking Erod. I understand like that's kind of the whole point of having a no-trade clause. Like You have places. You have a family in place. You have school just starting for a lot of kids or about to start. So it's hard to uproot your family. Like we talked about, though, like I said in the group chat, he has an opt-out after this year. So it could have been a short-term rental. He didn't have to stay in L.A. for for that long. But... Also, like, what are the Tigers doing? What's the front office doing? Wouldn't you check with your guy before you spend whatever, like, X amount of energy towards making this trade happen? Wouldn't you be yeah, like, hey, X are you energy, down?
2: X, X amount of time because, like, if this yeah, was time. T- t-
0: this was... This was day of. This wasn't days before. This is hours I mean, before the deadline.
2: I think the news broke in the final like what hour two was probably hours the last hour yeah last hour so, so like, it's just like what, what you're spending valuable time you could have done other stuff you could have done other stuff
0: and i'd be pissed if i were the if i were the dodgers like bro check with your guy see if this deal is gonna happen so that part is odd to me but Going back to like, not necessarily, I understand Erod like, hey, I want to keep the family in place, like whatever. I understand that. And I don't think anyone has the right to attack that part of it. But at the same time, hold that
2: thought, hold that thought. He said, I didn't really feel, I didn't feel really comfortable with it. And I decided to stay here. It's nothing against the Dodgers. They're a really good team over there. I'm just thinking about my future and my family. And I took the decision to stay here. I hate it. I hate it.
0: This is soft to me. Like this screams soft. Go over there for two, three months. Compete for a ring. Opt out if you don't like LA that much and you don't want to bring your family there. Understandable. And then go get a bag because you competed for a team that was chasing down a ring. Yeah,
2: I get that. I get that. But on the flip side, taking like the, the the competition element out of it which i know may seem silly to some but if you look at look at it just from like a destination perspective people are going bro why would you want to stay in detroit when you could go to la and i'm sitting there going have these people been to la
0: yeah i'm good (laughs) what are we we talking about here i'm good
2: like i know disneyland's out there but it's not it's far from disneyland so let's stop chalking up la to be some like dream destination here because it's not like sure Detroit's not all that great either, but yeah. if he's there, his family is like, like, fine there. Then here's
0: here's what I need to say. If I'm an agent, if I'm his agent, I'm saying you just turned down a club that could, if you do opt out, you just turned down a club that could very easily. Raise your asking price. You eliminated one of the top bidding teams in the league this offseason if you opt out. That's not smart. For three months. You tell me your fam can't stay in Detroit for three months. How many players around the league live with their family year round? All these guys are on the road constantly. All these guys have multiple houses. So, like, I that to me, like, it just wasn't a smart move. You go, I. It screams soft. I'm sorry, it screams soft. You know him better than I do. He just, he. I don't know. It just seems like I, I'd rather stay out of the spotlight and just collect checks well, and keep my my family
2: happy and safe. I mean, it's not a it, to me at least it's not a soft thing like he's he's pitched in a big market and he he succeeded in a big market like he was a 20 game winner in Boston so like it's not it's not a matter of whether or not he can hang part of it i this may be reaching a little bit part of me wonders if there's still some I don't know if embarrassment's the right word but it's the only one I can think of. But back in the back in the eighteen World Series, when he gives gives up that bomb to Puig, mm-hmm. and he's throwing his glove on the ground, and just got ridiculed by Dodgers fans. I mean, rightfully so. That was I was a little childish, but yeah, I don't know if there's some like if that just burned the bridge for him with L, with Dodger fans. Like I don't know, I I don't know, but the reason he gave revolved uh, centered around his family and their decision to stay there. So. I mean, I'm not going to try to speculate beyond that, but I know I'm
0: not going in with the, like the family stuff. I'm not going to attack the family, but I don't know, dude, it's just, it's two, three months and maybe it's just a different mindset. I I don't know. Like I'm after it to win it in my head. You know what I mean? Especially like you have the momentum of a pretty solid year. You're stepping into a veteran rotation a team that's ready to roll man so i don't know just odd
2: i need to actually remember if because
0: i'm not going back to that well if i'm the dodgers and he does opt out this this offseason i'm not going
2: back to that um i'm good no i mean there will be you do there'll be better avenues to take if you're the Dodgers like once you hit the offseason and sure. this was just like what's available what can we equip ourselves with right now yeah and not to take anything away from him like he's a he's a he, he's a solid arm for or yeah. he would have been a solid arm for wherever for whatever team he would have ended up on but like i don't know i don't just, think the Dodgers have any interest i don't think they would have had any interest anyway in pursuing that but i think now that this bridge has seemingly been burned a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say they're going to move on. I do need to correct myself. I said he was a 20-game winner. He, I remember watching the game, in which he would have been his 20th win. Ah. Did not get the dub, so he finished that year 19-6. and six. But
1: I what digress. What's scrub?
2: Um, all right, let's talk about the big move of the day. Uh, Justin Verlander being reacquired by his former club, the uh, Houston Astros the Mets receive cash and outfielder drew Gilbert and outfielder Ryan Clifford.
0: Um, yeah, that's what we talked about in the, in our, our 30 minutes of fame on bleacher report that the Astros only had one top 100 prospect. And that was him. And he went, um, The cash thing—it's so vague to me because, like, technically, the Mets didn't receive cash; they're handing over quite a bit of cash.
2: So, Verlander went to the Mets in December for on a two-year, eighty-six point six million dollar deal, which includes a thirty-five million dollar vesting option, if. Verlander pitches at least 140 innings next year. The Mets are going to send 35 mil to the Astros to cover his 2023 2024 salary and an additional 17 and a half if the option vests. Cash. Cash puts it lightly. That's a lot of cash. It's a lot of dough.
0: Uh,. It makes a lot of sense. It's It goes with the theme. We'll cover this, I'm sure, throughout the, the trades and, and cover everything. But, like, everyone seemed to be reunited. You know? And it feels so good. Like that? Uh Everyone's That's just nice. going back to, uh, you know, former Hold places. Hold on. Hold on. Ooh. No, 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 no. No, that was good. Do you want me to sing it? I could sing it and make it better. I uh, sure no. don't.
1: reunited and it feels so good.
2: Uh
0: All right, all right, all right.
2: Dude, stop yelling. You're no mic is so you. So hot, dude. You
0: stop using buttons. It's not, Okay.
2: Yeah. Um I don't Yeah, quick quick uh bathroom break here. I don't understand why your mic is so hot. I, I mm. don't get it. Because I'm hot, though. That's not it. It's true. That's definitely not it. It's true. Your mic hasn't been this hot for 375 episodes, and then all of a hot. sudden.
0: Hot. That it's about time. It's about time I'm the loud one here. It's about time I'm, I'm heard. Hey, well,
2: don't forget. We discovered today that I have the power to mute you at any point in time, so tread it's, lightly, my it's,
0: friend. It is getting out of hand over there between the tread, soundboard and mute buttons.
2: Tread lightly. Uh back to this Verlander thing though. Um It's kind of kind of a lame. Is it lame? I kind mood. of feel like it's lame. It's kind of lame. It's like, yeah. okay, at least at least go elsewhere. Like if you're yeah. going to move, great, because yeah, you should. And the Mets should send this guy elsewhere, but Can it just be somebody other than the Astros? So we don't have to like talk about that element of it. For real, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, like
0: this (sighs) is like a sequel to Fast and Furious. Like, all right, enough's enough already. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere cool.
2: What are they on now? Are they on like eleven? It's hard to say. Possibly. I'm gonna confirm.
0: I gave up. I think I gave up after three.
2: Fast. Fast X.
0: I would guess that's order?
2: 10. That would be 10.
0: Do we are we counting Tokyo Drift in there? Is that included?
2: I mean, I'm not a Fast and Furious guy, so I'll leave that discernment up to you. Tokyo Drift was all right. It was all right. Why do you ask would you include it in there? Was it like not part of the the series like the consecutive series?
0: Well, kind of
2: Because he had Fast and Furious and then Too Fast, Too
0: Furious. And that was just Paul Walker. And he was down in like Miami or something. And then... And then Tokyo Drift. No. Or is it Tokyo Drift first before Too Fast, Too Furious?
2: I'm seeing here it's called the turbocharged prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. What does that even mean?
0: Never heard of that. I don't Don't know. Don't even get it. Me neither. Family. Um... Yeah, family. I've just That's I've why seen this movie went before. back family yeah I've seen this movie before it's not that exciting and it's annoying because like Astros fans just stay winning just stay winning so
2: yeah quite the quite the deadline day for them we'll get into that a little later obviously um but and they're getting teammate. him for
0: free dude they're literally getting him for free <laughs> it's not like that prospect and nothing against him what was it drew Smith right? Nothing against Gilbert. him, Gilbert. That's what it was. It's top top one hundred prospects, dope. But I think he was like the sixty eighth, right? And we've talked about this before. Like we never know how things are going to shake out. We never know if these prospects are going to pan out. To toss in that much cash with it, it's just crazy. I mentioned this on Bleacher Report. They have twenty mil coming off the books when. Um, when Hector Neris, Maldonado, and then and then Brantley come off the books next year, you're getting Justin Verlander technically for like 29 mil, and then if you have that coming off, it's like
2: that's great recall. By the way, 68th. Look at that. Look at that. Somebody did their homework.
0: Somebody. So, but I have a little nugget for you. Look at me. I got a little trivia question for you in the peeps. Justin Verlander becomes the, well, he's on this long list. Because technically he started the year with the Mets. Correct. So it's a little bit interesting this way. Because that was a free agent signing, right? Yeah. But he gets traded the following year. So Correct. There was like this list of like 15 names that I was running through. And it was names that they won the Cy Young. Stayed with their team. And then got traded at some point during that season. So I don't know where Verlander fits in this trivia category. He's kind of a tweener because he signed elsewhere after winning the Cy Young. Okay. So it's a little bit different. But I have four names Wait, on isn't, here.
2: Wait, th- Verla- doesn't Verlander perfectly fit the criteria you just said?
0: Um, no, because he started the year. like I. He didn't win it with the Mets.
2: No, but you said wins the Cy Young. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. The middle yeah. part is... I, yeah, I it's I like
0: gotcha. he's he's kind of in between. There was a list of like 11 names, which gotcha. I didn't, I didn't okay. write down, that they won the Cy Young, they stayed with that team, and then they were traded at some point oh, either during oh, yeah. that season okay. or in the offseason after that following season. This list of names I have are four guys that... Won the Cy Young and then were immediately traded to a different team. So Verlander like fits right in the middle between those two categories. But sure. I wanted to see if you had some knowledge of those four names that they won a Cy Young and then they got traded after that season. You should at least get two of them.
2: Roger Clemens,
0: good job. That's one. 1998. Won it with the Blue Jays, traded to the Yankees.
2: Yep. Uh, Can I have a hint on the next one? Wait, you said there's four, and I should know two?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: The hint I can give you for all these is that the AL East was involved in all of these names.
2: In one way or another? Um... What's the earliest, like, what's the what's the furthest one back? Date furthest wise? one
0: back is the one I don't think you're gonna get. It's 1994.
2: Okay. I would have, so I would have to know who won the Cy Young in '93.
0: No, he won it in '94, and, and then was got oh, yeah, got I think something like that. Yeah.
2: Ah, uh, can't say I know who won the '94 Cy Young.
0: Ah, uh, that's tough. It's two of these names, um. Give me the two that I I wouldn't know, and then I need to
2: figure out this one. The I
0: two you wouldn't know, David Cohn was the one in 94. One at the Royals traded to the Blue Jays. Okay. Other name, I arguably should know this one too, but you should really know the other name, so I'll take this one off. R.A. Dickey. Cy Young in 2012 with the Mets traded to the Blue, to Jays. The Blue Jays. Yeah. Wow. Blue Jays are really just got their fingerprints all over this thing. And this last name, you need to know.
2: Um,
0: I will say one word and you need to get it from here.
2: Wait, Porcello stayed with the Sox, didn't he? After he won the Cy Young.
0: Yeah, I think he was in that other list. That yeah. other list where, like, he was there the following year. Like, he stayed on that team that he won it with.
2: When he stole it from Verlander, just yeah. out from under his nose. Um, one say word. The, say the word. Change up. I don't know if that helps me.
0: It should. It's a name Pedro. you need to know.
2: Pedro Martinez?
0: Yeah. Okay. 1997, Pedro. Expos to the Red Sox. Wow. All ALEs, Blue Jays are all over this thing, though. Love it. Yeah. Fun little thing. So, the, again, like Verlander's in that weird one because he won a Cy Young. He signed with a different team. But he's going back to the team that he won the Cy Young with. So it's like he's creating his new, new list of stuff. Um,
2: and, like, it,
0: the rich get richer. It's really annoying. Really annoying.
2: I mean, not that there was any real doubt I think we could all assume like what he's going in as but I think going back to Houston solidifies it solidifies the Houston cap correct yeah yeah
0: okay was Detroit like the only possible I mean that would have been the only other like
2: yeah somewhat reasonable option because obviously not New York but like yeah yeah Okay, just want yeah. to make sure we're on the same page here. Um, yeah. His teammate, or former teammate, now uh, now division mate, Max Scherzer. Can we talk about that real quick? Ooh, and then we'll get boy. back to some more trade talk. I like it. Spilling the beans.
1: Yeah,
2: Spilling I like it. Spilling the beans in Queens. Max Scherzer said. Here's the tea. And I quote. I talked to Billy. That's Billy Epler. I was like, okay, are we reloading for 2024? He goes, no, we're not. Basically, our vision now is for 2025, 2026. 25 at the earliest, more like 26. We're going to be making trades around that. I was like, so that I, meaning Scherzer, I was like, so the team is not going to be pursuing free agents this offseason or assemble a team that can compete for a World Series next year? He said, no. We're not going to be signing the upper echelon guys. We're going to be on the smaller deals within free agency. 24 is now looking to be more of a kind of transitory year. I just, I bet the farm on the fact that Billy Epler and company just love having this information out there. They're probably thrilled. You think it's true? Do I think that's their plan? Like, do I think that plan is true? Uh Uh-huh.
0: You're telling me they're not going to go after Otani?
2: I mean, are you saying that there's, like, some sort of long game here with, like, Max being like, hey, if you let me go. No, I don't think Max is
0: in. I don't think he's in in the secret club.
2: No, no, no! I'm saying, do you think there was some sort of like under the table agreement, like, hey, let me go and we and I can help you build some sort of narrative that can like help you slide quietly into these sweepstakes more so than you were before?
0: I don't think Max is doing anyone any favors. I just think that maybe the Mets are lying to Max. Why would they not go for Otani? Why would you not? Why would they? Why would you say you're not going for anybody this year?
2: But you're still on the on the hook though, like financially. So, what do you mean? I'm saying for Scherzer, like, why would they lie? It's not like if you just get him out of town, you're you're free and clear of any financial obligation to then allot that towards your Shohei.
1: Run. I think
2: I don't I don't think that matters. I I. So that's what I'm saying. Why would they lie to him about their plans for next year? If if Scherzer wanted out anyway, why would they have to lie about it?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
2: I think, I think the the relationship was more fractured on Max's end. I think something Max was done, dude. He, he was, was checked out. He was he was out of there. He yeah. did not want to be there any longer. Yeah. So I think I think. To your point, if anybody's lying, it would be Max.
0: Probably. Maybe, I mean, I wouldn't
2: maybe like mixing some words here and there. That's what I'm m-
0: saying. Like, I why would why would the Mets be out on Shohei?
2: I mean, looking beyond Shohei, or like just like take Shohei, shake take him out of the out of the picture. Even if they don't get Shohei. I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Like, you're telling me Steve Cohen isn't going to just buckle up and reload or attempt to reload for next year? That's what he does. Money we is nothing about this. to him.
0: I think that, right, money is nothing to him. He's He's, this is a different, he's a different beast. He's a different standard. Stop looking at him like every other owner. He's not going to be every other owner. This is brand new territory. There's too many names on here. There's too many names on this on this agents? free agent list. Yeah,
2: who do we got? Name some of them.
0: Um, obviously Shohei. I'm kind of I'm gonna kind of skip past a lot of these older names because like they're they're not gonna bring back Marcus Stroman, Cody Bellinger. Which I don't see the need there. Erod if he opts out, Julio Arias, Josh Hader. Max Muncy, Uh do Matt Chapman. We heard a lot of rumors there being labeled to Matt Chapman before, before the Blue Jays got him.
2: Because of the timing, they're getting Edwin Diaz back for like the start of the year, if not like yeah. just shortly after, right?
0: Aaron Nola, Reese Hoskins, Sonny Gray, Blake Snell. There's a lot going on here. But to be fair, none of them are going to total up what Otani is. Sure. That's a half a bill. So... I don't know, man. I just, I don't see, unless they know something, unless the Mets just know that, like, there's no shot Otani's going to the East Coast. I don't know. Just don't buy it. What do you think of Max in Texas, though? Do you like it? Healthy rotation going into the postseason. Eivaldi's leading that, right? I don't think Max is the number one based on him kind of being. A little shaky this year.
2: Yeah, especially his history of arm, like some fatigue, energy, fatigue issues down the stretch. Like, I, that just wouldn't be smart. But I'm going to have to see it from Max, man. I'm going to have to see like a little bit more consistency for me to feel like, okay, wow, this rotation is
1: mm-hmm. well
2: rounded. And I mean, even if you don't, even if you get 75% max, like that's still a, a better option to have in your rotation than not that's not my point I'm just saying for me to to feel like I can just chalk this rotation up as three straight five straight wins whatever whatever length of the series we're talking here however many games they end up having to toe the toe the rubber for before I just chalk them as like straight straight dubs I I'm gonna mm-hmm. need to see a little bit more from Max because makes his debut today I don't, yeah, I don't even just not like looking beyond his performance, just the way I feel like he's responded to some things this year. I'm kind of like, he seems like a grumpy old man. He kind of does. So I'm like, I don't know how that plays into the vibes down there in Texas. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to ruffle some feathers unnecessarily. Cause yeah. before he got down there, vibes were, vibes are great. So Yeah.
0: I mean, can we give we'll the, see. can we give the Rangers an A? Just overall trades to bring in Chapman. Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery, Austin Hedges, depth piece. You know Jonah Heim, dealing with injury. Like it's just, I feel like they just did a good job of just bringing in veteran depth, and like that's that's pushing your chips in the table. It's fun to yeah. see. I like seeing when teams do that.
2: Yeah, it it must be nice having a team with, with for real. issues, and they go out and address those issues with yeah. It's refreshing. With, with silence, it's it's nice. Yeah, you and I can can both understand that that pain. Uh, let's talk uh, about uh, speaking of the American League East. Let's uh, let's talk Jack Flaherty to the O's. Um, Cardinals send him to the O's. Cardinals get infielder Cesar Prieto, left hander Drew Rom, and right hander Zach Showalter.
0: I give this trade a C C+. Yeah, just underwhelming. I they needed a front of line guy.
2: Yeah, the more the more we were digging into this for our our little bleacher report segment, I was like, man, the O's would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I I may have even felt better about. Erod with the O's. Agreed. The, I don't
0: know. Agreed.
2: The pro. See the problem with this time of year, it, and and I hear it like on MLB Network all the time, and like you you read about it. Everyone talks about these guys as if they're playing at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Or they're they're talking about them in a trade discussion. As part of maybe like a package, or maybe as part of a blockbuster move, as if they're their best self.
1: Mm-hmm. A
2: lot of these guys have not been playing up to their standards this mm-hmm. year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So sure, the the name might might cause your ears to perk up a little bit, but like when you really look at it, and I'm not I'm not like attacking Jack Flaherty here, but I'm just it's saying just, he
0: hasn't been he hasn't been it's not great. what it was for a while now
2: for a while. Like so, going back
0: to last year, too.
2: So I think underwhelming is like it, it definitely felt a little bit like a scramble move for yeah. the O's because that was that was the final hour, yeah, ahead of the deadline. That move went down. So, and
0: I, I, I I'm sure they knocked on the like we said, I, I'm sure they knocked on the door for for Dylan Cease. I'm sure the White Sox said, Yeah, we're gonna need Jackson Holliday and probably another couple guys. It's just it's a high cost. Um. And, and then, I
2: think you and I had that conversation, whether it was on air or just, like, in casual conversation, where, like, you don't... It's it's not worth giving up Jackson Holiday because you're already, as of right now, what, the second best team in baseball? And right. And you haven't had Dylan C. So, like, sure, right. that would be a, a great addition to have. Right. But, like, is it worth giving up Jackson Holiday and possibly... More to get a guy that, right. in his own right, hasn't been what he was in his Cy Young season. Like, right, true. Another. Like it's example not like, of a guy.
0: yeah, it's not like he's been lights out this year too. So, so that's that's a good yeah, point. I, I think it was yeah. a
2: smart play in that but, regard for Cease. But
0: and I'm sure they knocked on the door for the Padres too, but the Padres ended up being like cautious buyers. Um, so I think Snell probably got taken off the board a little bit. I mean, names dwindled quickly. I just, I don't know. I, I wish I would have seen a little bit more. The, the Fujinama dude from, from the A's just, I mean, I I think he got his blors going off, his doors blown off. <laughs> his doors uh, blown off. off. His doors blown off yesterday uh, against the Blue Jays. I mean, it's just like, he doesn't seem like, so when it, when it comes down to it, if, if the Orioles fall short, I think you get, you got to look back. It'd be, and not that they're, not going to, they're going to be just fine for a few years. So I'm not saying that this is like their only opportunity, but I think if they fall short this year, you can look back and say, probably could have done a little bit more to bolster up the rotation and help out the middle relief a little bit. So, but they do get John, John means back fairly soon. Is he going to be ramped up? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. You have to it's have just, low
2: expectations for that. Yeah. Um. But Grayson
0: Rodriguez has really looked a lot better since this, yeah. since yeah. his minor league stint and uh, being sent down. Like since he's come back, he does look a lot better. So maybe that felt like a little bit of a, like a bonus. If he was, you know, still in the dumps, maybe we'd have seen them do a little bit more. So. The Orioles are fine. Orioles fans, you're fine. They're going to be just fine. I just I was waiting for the sexy one. I was waiting for the sexy pick. We were, we wanted it in last offseason. We didn't get it. We wanted it at this deadline. We didn't get it. Just waiting for like when is that when is that time going to come? When are the Orioles going to do something splashy?
2: Uh, the Blue Jays getting Paul de Young. I like this move. I think it's smart. I mean, it's not it's not the sexiest name, of course, but mm-hmm. with Shet going on the was it the ten day the fifteen day?
0: It's a knee issue, right?
2: Yeah, it was. When he, it was on the base pass. He he ran into uh ran into a little bit of an issue there. Um,
0: no structural damage is what I think I saw. I think it was a scramble move. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean, but like I said, I I don't. Not a it. bad
0: scramble though. Not a bad scramble at all. Did uh, you see the Blue Jays digging up the old Paul DeYoung tweet from back in the day?
2: Yeah, it was like, "Yankees suck" or whatever.
0: Yeah, he's like, "I hate the Yankees,", I hate and, the then, Yankees. <laughs> and then Yankees. Blue Jays make they- the trade, and Twitter's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And oh, then they and then
2: the Blue Jays hit him with the one of us GIF from <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, all right, I can get behind that. I love it. Um, see, that's a, that's a that's a good example of bringing up old tweets. I I can right. get behind that. that. Right. That's good, yes. clean fun. All right. Yeah. Nobody's lives getting ruined here. Um, Michael Lorenzen, Phillies. Love it. Good job, Phillies. You, I feel like you were really high on Lorenzen at this deadline.
0: I think it's just like the limited names, you know, like the I. I think we would have loved to see Cease or, or Snell go sure. somewhere, but like we knew it was a long shot. So,
2: yeah, and it, and the low price tag, of course, that's, right? That's appealing. Yeah. yeah, and
0: it's just it, I like the fit for the Phillies because like they weren't in need of a frontline guy. They just need to go get depth. And they got him. I like it. And he's got like a Philly look about him too. The long hair, don't <laughs> care look. Yeah. It's like he kind of looks like Nola a little bit with the lettuce coming out the back. So
2: I got, some, I got some dudes with the lettuce on that team. I'm just, I don't know what it, like, I don't, I don't,
0: I understand that the loudest fans right now are Braves fans and they all hate the Phillies obviously, but. There's just something about the Phillies, man. Like, they're... I kind of like it. I don't know. I like when they they do stuff. I just... They say what you will about Dombrowski, but he's always going to go for something. He's always going to try to make something happen. I like those GMs.
2: Um kind of keeping it moving here because there's a lot to a lot to cover and we certainly won't get to every move that happens um uh, looking at list here Marlon's getting Josh Bell and uh who's the other one they got David um, Robinson no 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 um bro what what are we talking about here it was Come on, Corwin, pull it together. Who did they get? It was Josh Bell, and I thought it was another infielder. Do you have no idea? I think it was a
0: prospect that they got in return. They sent Gene Segura over
2: to Cleveland, right? No, this is going to bother me. Oh, Jake Berger. That's who it was. Josh Bell and Jake Berger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were blending the same deal together. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Jake Berger. I like
2: that, dude. Just under the radar moves. Josh Bell's first game yesterday hit the bomb. I think I saw something that said between Bell and Berger in their first game together with the Marlins, they were, I don't know if they were eight for nine or they got on base eight, eight of nine times. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a heck of a. Heck yeah, a debut. And they walked off the Phillies yesterday. So the yep. vibes are high in in Miami. Uh yeah, big fan of the move. I think
0: jeez did you see the guy that ran on the field and got away? Did he really? Rare success move. Dropped out in the field, was hanging around in center field, dapped somebody yeah. up, dapped up a player, I think, and then just went full spider-man mode and got over the center field wall, climbed that little like staircase in in left center. And then just whew, peaced out. There was one okay. security guard that was chasing him down. I was like, so on, this knows? isn't
2: Oakland. You can, you can swing more guards than that. I wonder where the man went. Come He's on. just gone now,
0: but yeah, no, I add a little juice to that lineup. You know what I mean? Add a little juice. You got some guys that can play pepper and get on base. So, I like it. I don't like Jake Berger. Jake he needs Berger's more love. He's got what,
2: like 20, 20 bops this year? Yeah, he needs more love. He may even have more than that. I need to need to check here. I like that move. Honestly, I I might like the Jake Berger twenty five bops this year. I like that move more than Josh Bell because Josh. Josh Bell at, look, does Josh nothing Bell, to me. Yeah, yeah, Josh Bell did did nothing but Nothing. Change the scenery, maybe get back to his Nats days, maybe his little pirates days. Who knows? I guess. Not saying it's not saying to count on it, but the, hey,
0: the man is known for some clutch home runs at, at certain points sure. in big moments. So we've seen it in Cleveland, we saw it in San Diego. He can do stuff when it comes down to crunch time. So but overall, yeah, Jake, Jake Berger is gonna add the juice.
2: I'm just saying, I if it were up to me and I was looking at two infielders, granted different positions but i'd take a guy like josh bell over oh i don't know maybe a guy named luis arias that's just me though mm.
1: that's just me again i know Let different it needs. Let i it know out. different
2: needs uh what else what else we got here uh can we talk about the yankees making the single move to acquire well i guess they technically made a second one didn't they it was as a waivers move as the landscapers are outside love this um, Yankees acquire Keenan Middleton from the White Sox. How ecstatic were you?
0: It's par for the course, baby. Par for the course. Here's my theory. I said this early.
1: Uh,
0: par for the course. Um, I. Here's my theory. If I'm putting on my my Hal Steinbrenner wig and tie, I'm gonna say the conversation goes as such. Vis a vis. Sorry, just drop. You know we gotta drop in the the quotes when we can. Um okay. I think he just told Brian Cashman look, this is this is the bed you made. You have to lay in it, dude. Like, this is the roster you convinced me was going to win us a the division. They haven't had a left fielder in, like,
2: three years. Can I ask you something? Is how, for, and I know I, I joke with you about this all the time, just about how dreadful the Yankees organization has been for the last, what, 15 years? Yep, 14. Um, how many? 14. 14, close enough. Yeah, up. yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, we 0-9. can assume
0: next year, may...
2: Oh, nine, they had A Rod on the team. So, like, how exciting was that World Series, really, sure. at the end of the day? Sure. um, Is how to blame for any of this? Is, like, is how clear of any of the blame, or is this, like, is this purely just a Cashman Boone thing? And really, is Boone, how much of it is Boone to blame? Like, sure, managerial decisions come into play, sure. But, like, yeah, you look at other managers around the league who are kind of handcuffed with, the roster they've been dealt so like is this boone's really a puppet just a cashman? dude
0: boone's a puppet yeah. we've known yeah. that since the jump he's a yes man that's why they brought him in um, to just you know have no gut feel go with analytics and destroy a bullpen so yeah this is all on cashman dude he's got to go it's it's all done and i and i i'm just i wish they would have sold I don't understand why they didn't sell. I would have liked to see something happen. It doesn't make sense that you your strongest part of your team is your bullpen and you add to your bullpen. You have you don't have a left fielder. You haven't had a left fielder in a long time. You have no lefty bats. Everyone talks about the short ports, but why don't they have any lefties that can hit? Anthony Rizzo is literally at the bottom of the barrel this year, offensively. The bottom of the barrel. Just odd. Just really odd. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed continuously, but it's is what it is. So I think this is the, like, the. I would like to say how I was just like, you know what, Cash, you're not doing anything. We need to, I'm not going to have some trade deadline move that semi saves your job. You're either going to miss the postseason or you're going to get bounced in the first round, and I'm going to fire you. That's the hope. That's the dream. That's what we're all hoping for.
2: Myself included. Um, D backs getting Paul Seawald.
1: Cool. Cool. Cool.
0: Cool. I know they needed they needed a closer. <laughs> they were attached to Jordan Hicks a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I like it. I would have liked to see a little bit more out of them, but all good. I wish Seamall. I wish this I wish Seattle sold a little bit more. Yeah. You know? We heard like rumors of Tay Oscar getting over to the Blue Jays. That would have been cool.
2: Ty France was out there in the mix a little bit.
0: Yeah. I would have liked to see them sell some names.
2: Uh let's see. At the time of the acquisition. Three and one with a two nine three and forty three innings. Uh in the middle of a second straight season with 20 plus saves. Um, I like it. I'm with you though. I think I wish the D-backs would have done a little more. I just is it too simplistic of a way of thinking to think that like the teams that are kind of on the fringe need to do more right. at a deadline like this, yeah. and the teams that are more set and are just really at the end of the day just adding depth pieces here and there. Yeah, like they're, they're, we can maybe give them a little bit of a pass, but yeah, a team like the D backs where there's like they no guarantee there.
0: Yeah, they've been struggling, and like you, you kind of like you're losing a little momentum. I would have liked to see a little more juice injected into the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, when you're adding a, you know, a closer, it's like there's only so many of those guys out
2: there to add. Job well done there. Um. Did we talk about the Candelario move? This was post no. our last episode, I think, right? Yeah. By the way, dude has been tearing it up for the Cubbies. Does he have like seven or eight hits? Yeah. I think he's like he's like eight for ten. They the the Cubs have scored like I think I heard today it was like thirty six runs in their last two games.
0: Correct. Two. R I P
2: Reds. Yikes. I mean sheesh Cubbies come on yeah um I I love that move me too I don't think I don't think Candelario got nearly as much love Guy Rakes and I think the only reason the he was getting the love that he he was because he was he was on the block of course but like yeah. Guy Rakes I love it
1: yeah do we Good think for the that Cubs, this is, dude?
2: Can can we just? Can you, oh, this is all you, man. Let, you're you were. I said high it, on the I Cubbies, said it man.
0: before they went on their streak. I was like, it's not time. I don't think we can call it on the on the Cubs yet. I don't think we can send it because everyone wanted you know Bellinger to get moved. And I just said, I don't know, man. I don't know. They're right within striking distance, and then they turn it on. They turn it on. They turn into buyers. Here you go. I'm not going to RIP the Cubs. I'm not going to do it. Good for you. I'm not going to do it. Good for you. I think I'm feeling it a little bit. We talked about teams that like needed to figure out what they are coming out of the break. They've done well.
2: There you have it. Bam. And done well they have I I love to see it I, I'm gonna need to see some some more momentum from the Cubs to really just hammer this thing home because where are they at right now and where are they at in the mix
0: I think they're three and a half out of the last wild card spot I believe two and a half out
2: today two and a half behind well One and a half behind the D backs, two and a half back from the third spot.
0: Oh, yeah. It's go time.
2: I don't know, man. Cubs are eight and two in their last 10. D backs Mm -hmm. are three and seven. The Brewers are three and seven in the last 10. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Cubs are getting hot at the right time. Just
0: spanked up the, the Reds a little bit, who, by the way, disappointing as well. Deadline. What the heck? What are we doing? Um,
2: there's some other moves here that, I mean, another D-backs move, Tommy Pham. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand the hype with Tommy Pham. I I truly don't. He's had
0: an okay year though. Yeah. This year. Not too bad. Yeah. Whatever. Did you like the move? It didn't do anything for me. Yeah, my 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 heart rate stayed the same.
2: Nor, t- nor did it for me. Um, Brewers getting Mark Canna. I know you as a big Brewers guy. You probably Oy, love seeing this move, dude. Um,
0: freaking Brewers, man.
2: So blah.
1: So blah.
2: Two- at the time of the acquisition, Canada was hitting two forty five with six home runs, twenty-nine ribbies. And two fifty-five against righties, which is better than Blake Perkins and Joey Weemer's splits against righties. So looking to upgrade. See,
0: Christian's been banging. Oh Yelich? Has he been He's been banging.
2: Doing most of the year. It's right? on a
0: hot streak right now. So yeah. I mean I'm I like that. Sal Freelick, cool guy. Some buzz around him. I don't know. It's
2: just whatever, dude. How would you, last one here? Just your quick thoughts. Aaron Savali to the Rays.
0: I think this was one of the few trades that was a win-win. Yeah. You know, um, the I win, think win, I saw win-win-win. It's very rare. Um, I think no. I saw it was like Chris Rose on Instagram. He was saying, uh, cause he's a Indians fan, guardians fan. And, um, he was like, like kind of not feeling it right. Like Savali with control been the most consistent pitcher in their rotation. You're moving him. But the guy they got back, I'm spacing on the name right now. The prospect that they Kyle got Benzardo. back.
2: Benzardo. Um, first baseman
0: apparently drops tanks apparently is a dude. And when Chris Rose was upset about the trade, he was talking with Vinny Pasquantino and Vinny was like, you know who the comp is, right? And Chris Rose was like, who he goes, me. So that prospect is apparently got the comp with Vinny Pasquantino and the, I mean, the, the guardians look like they, their, their lineup has been bad for a while. Um, Josh Naylor everyday first baseman just is not going to get it done. So it was a win win. And it's obvious the Guardians can can develop pitching. They've been doing it for a while. They're they're pretty good at it. So I think that I have faith that they will, you know, be able to fill the hole of Savali and, and get that name back. Um and the the Rays, yeah, I mean just <laughs> Just adding a really, really solid, probably slot four or five guy, right? I think.
2: I mean, in that rotation.
0: McClanahan, Glass now, Eflin. Yeah, I would then say Savali. So when you got four starters going into the postseason, you're in pretty good shape, man. Four legit good starters.
2: Uh, that Kyle Manzardo you were talking about in 2022 hit 22 bombs and registered a 1.043 OPS between High A and Double A. There you go. Uh, has not been swinging it as well this year. Uh, but they got him up at the A level, so potential there for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, win win win. We all win. Um. All right, it's been like an hour plus, and we haven't even talked about a no hitter. So let's talk about a no hitter, shall we? Framber Valdez, hours, mere hours after Mm. reacquiring Cy Young and future Hall of Fame Justin Verlander.
0: So I'm saying, dude, they stay winning. Sucks. Hours.
2: The last Astro to throw a complete game no-hitter. Do you know who it was? No. Justin Verlander. Was it really? I had a feeling. (laughs) September 1st, 2019. Uh, I saw Maldonado
0: now has three. He's caught three. Just ties the record. Dude's a stud. Uh, That's crazy. Is it really?
2: Yeah. In a weird way, that seems very low. easy to believe, but hard to believe at the same time. Yeah. Because, like, how many no-hitters are you really catching? But also, yeah. like, three just seems, it with anything, three just seems kind of like
0: Yeah. And we know that guy is calling his own games, too. So. Yeah.
2: Um, Very efficient for, for Mr. Valdez. Kind of a snoozer, uh, if you will. A little bit of a snoozer uh my uh my fantasy team certainly appreciated it this week going up against nathaniel reyes's fantasy team um but that's beside the point i haven't even logged in that's but that's aside, beside the point uh what was it? it 93 pitches the third fewest in a no-hitter or perfect game since 1998 i'm sure you've seen the the nuggets floating around do you know the other two names Greg Maddox?
0: No. That wasn't a no-hitter. That was just a CG, huh? I don't know.
2: David Cohn threw 88 in his no-hitter in 1999. Mm. Daryl Kyle needed just 83 pitches for his no-hitter in 1990. Whoa. 83 pitches. Whoa. Uh, but yeah, good good night for for Valdez. Obviously, did not get barreled up, really at all. And like I'm I'm sure if you're listening, you're going well. Yeah, it was a no hitter. Like of course he he had his stuff that night. But like we've seen some no hitters where and, and you yeah, were really looking for it because you weren't able you weren't able to catch the game. So you were I watching watched the, the last out.
0: That was it. I flipped you it on right like in time.
2: The, you were just watching the 27 outs or whatever, and. I I mean, I did the same thing and not a lot of hard contact, maybe like a a couple at most, but
0: that one play where like it glanced off his glove, it was going up the middle and it glanced off his glove and then Pena made the play. Yeah. That was the only thing that was kind of like, got your heart race up or heart rate up a little bit, but like, yeah, nothing to write home about. I mean, it was just, I think, if you're an Astros fan and if you're Framber, that's kind of the way you want it. But we're just, normally we see something, man. Normally we see a a solid defensive play, you know, especially with shifts not happening anymore. Like you would expect to see something.
2: Yeah. Um, he had, he just had guys looking silly. Like, if you go back, like, nothing was squared up. Like, a lot of it was just like glancing contact, getting yeah. guys inside outed, you know, in on the hands. There just wasn't, even the stuff to the outfield, like, even the, the balls that were driven to the outfield weren't really driven. It was more of just like an off the end of the bat kind of thing, little, mm-hmm. little dying star falling into the hands of the outfield like it just
0: the last out too. like this little like humpback liner
2: yeah that was Pena, like you know? oddly enough one of the few that actually kind of made me nervous because off the bat i'm just like i don't i have no idea where this is going and then Pena was a little bit out of position it looked like yeah uh in relation to where the ball ended up but all in all just like not I mean Astros fans and Framber Valdez, I'm sure, are thrilled, but it just wasn't. It just didn't. Something you know, to note here, much. though.
0: Um, only one walk.
2: Yeah, it it was a walk. And what's crazy, and I'd have to go back and double check, but I I came across this stat. I don't again, don't know if it's true. He went up one two in that count.
0: Oh, really? In that walk.
2: And he he walked. Um, I'm blanking on who he walked, but went up 1-2 in the at-bat. So he was awfully close. Oscar Gonzalez. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, so all in all, excited for Vram, for uh, Framber. And look, it can we stop, please, with just like the Astros hate? Like, this guy had nothing to do with 2017 please like can we just set that aside
0: yeah no i'm more just sick of astros fans that's what i'm sick of astros fans that have like this us against the world mentality still but it's only around because of what you're saying like this narrative of
2: sure but like look i'll be honest hate. i don't i i hate that i'm saying this probably have to go wash my mouth out that soap after this but like Got to give Astros fans credit. I don't feel like... and Okay, maybe not too much credit because it's not like it was their choice. I think it's by default because of the Rangers are doing what they're doing. We're not hearing them as loudly this year because they're going, oh... They probably
0: prefer that too. Yikes. Astros probably prefer it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All in all though, another another no-hitter in the books. Um, Awfully close to a... To perfect game, but third one this year, not to be had. Well, third one, second one, third one, the, the one, the most recent one was a combined no hitter for, uh, uh, who was that? Who, who just threw that one? Couldn't care
0: less about a combined no hitter.
2: No, I absolutely don't, which is why I have That's why I can't remember. Someone random. Was it the Tigers? But I think it was. Yeah, against the Jays. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A combined no hitter from the Tigers? Yeah. Chalk that up is I don't care. <laughs> uh um, all right. Well, we're running short on time here, so let's let's just buzz through the end here. Uh weekend series to watch? For me got the oh shoot, I forgot to check the uh updated uh what do you call it? probable pitchers. I've got the Blue Jays and Red Sox. And put your pitchforks away, because I haven't included, I don't think, maybe once this year, possibly, have I included the Red Sox in a series to watch. But if you look at the wild card race right now, this is a very, uh, very important series coming up this weekend. So I will certainly be watching it. Game one on Friday, you've got Alec Manoa going up against James Paxton. Game two, got Jose Barrios going up against Undecided. And then on Sunday, you've got... Come on now. Where do you have your notes ready? Sheesh. Chris Bassett. I have my notes ready. I was looking to see if the Red Sox have, have their notes ready. They don't. Chris Bassett versus Undecided. So that's where we're at. That's what I've got.
0: Sounds like a sweet matchup.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to let your negativity affect me today,
0: Nate.
2: I'm sorry that your your MLB team is out of it right now. I'm sorry that your fantasy team is out of it right now. I've got
0: nothing to live for. You're right. I'm not, <laughs> not going to Okay, well, we don't have to get all like a meta here.
2: I I'm simply saying I'm not going to I'm not going to take your 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 bitterness here. Especially about the way I prepare my notes. ay
0: ay ay Coming from someone who never has notes. Uh, my matchup is going to be the Braves going to Wrigley. This is the Prove Your Real series for the Cubs. Um, we know what the Braves are doing leading the NL West. Cubs are 55-53 and 53 at the time of this recording. As we mentioned before, two and a half games back. Out of the last wild card spot, 36 runs scored in the last two games, so they're rolling. Um, Max Fried getting his first start uh, since May 5th, so Braves fans going to be a little excited about that. Going against Kyle Hendricks in Game One. Um, here's a little note for you. Just a, this is an easy one. You don't have to come up with anything. You just get to choose which side. All right. Kyle Hendricks' career matchups against the Braves. Do you think he has more strikeouts or more earned runs?
2: I'm going to go strikeouts.
0: Good call, but not by much. 33 strikeouts career against the Braves, 27 earned runs. I think he's made like eight starts or something like that. So kind of struggles against the Braves. Um, Bryce Elder going against someone named Undecided. Um,
2: Bro, way to have your notes together.
0: No, that's not me. That's the Cubs. Bryce no. Elder, 3-1-8 ERA. Uh, really solid last time out against Milwaukee. Seven innings, four hits, one and run. No walks, 3Ks. Uh, he has 13 quality starts this year. Tied for fourth most in the NL. So... Yeah, pretty good. Um, Speaking of that same stat, though, he is tied with game three starter of the Cubs, Justin Steele, also with 13 quality starts this year. 2.65 ERA. And he has the sixth best uh, walks per nine in the NL at 1.87. So control through the roof. For Justin Steele and he's going against Uncle Charlie Morton for the Braves. Uh, And just something fun here. He's top 10 in double plays this year. So, yeah, good matchup. Not necessarily like it doesn't rock the boat for the Braves just because whatever happens, whatever happens. But again, this is like a, you know, Cubs are hot, vibes are high. Prove yourself, kind of thing. So that's why I chose it.
2: Closing the book here. Just a few items that we're gonna speed through here, real quick. I just want your super quick thought slash reaction. Uh Domingo Herman will not throw another pitch for the Yankees this year. I don't. I'm not even bringing this up for the reason itself. Obviously. Guy's been going through some things with some alcohol abuse issues. That's not why I bring it up. I bring it up because I wanted to get your take on whether you think the Yankees were just lying through their teeth this whole last week or so with the situation.
0: With the weird start thing where like his start got skipped and then he ended up coming in relief. Yeah. I don't know if it was the Yankees lying or I don't know if he was lying. I don't know if Domingo was the one lying, you know. But, like, this guy is... It's just... Obviously, like, baseball aside, go get right. Go get healthy for you, yourself, as a human being, and, and your family. That is most important. But this guy is just all over the place with, like, the storylines of what he's going to be remembered by. Between really? domestic violence, the perfect game, the sticky stuff on the pants, suspensions, and and now this. So... It's just uh, par for the course for the Yankees this year. It's just weirdness, just really strange stuff. But, um, yeah, first and foremost, go get right.
2: Uh, Cubs DFA Trey Mancini to make room for Condelario. Got to find a spot somewhere, right?
0: Give me some magic. Give me some Trey magic somewhere. Please,
2: I don't. I don't
0: think it's all done.
2: No, no, no. I, I mean, he'll find a spot, but I, my expectations are are very low for wherever he ends up.
0: Yeah. Still a guy, for sure. Either that, or don't find a spot and throw out the first pitch when the Orioles host their first postseason game this year. How do you like that?
2: I like that. It's a good backup. Yeah, backup, backup plan. plan. Uh, and lastly, here friend of the pod, Liam Hendricks, uh, <sighs> hitting the shelf once again. Tommy John, I think, underwent surgery. let will say Thursday, yesterday, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Um. So tough break for him. Sounds like he'll be out till I think twenty. They said 25. possibly late twenty twenty four, but safe to assume twenty twenty five. Yeah, more realistic option. Safe to assume
0: with, the White Sox won't be in play in late 2024 anyway. So what's yeah. the point? So yeah. push it to 25. Yeah. Love Liam. Just a tough old couple couple, uh tough gut punches, you know?
2: I was think speaking of Liam, I was thinking about uploading as like a throwback, uploading that Zoom call we had with him for episode whatever it was. I wish Just, we were
0: recording video back then. We did. I have what, the video. Did you really? Yeah,
2: I oh. I have the Zoom call. So like it, it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't be like nice and like well put together because I wasn't I didn't all. have the ability to do that back in the day. But yeah. we got the Zoom, we got the video call there, and I could I could upload that as like a little throwback episode for anybody interested. Yeah. Throw
0: it in the vault, the three O vault.
2: You can you can. Uh, enjoy his, his wife doing a little chit chat with us at the end. <laughs> yeah. gives us a tour of yeah. his, his little, uh, rental there. Got to see his cats. Yeah. That was, that was a good time. But I, I think he's, I
0: think he's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, if you can, if sure. you can beat cancer, being in that, in that hospital, hospital surrounded by people that are struggling to beat that. Like you can come back from Tommy John. No problem. He's going to be a, okay. Sure. Get back on the mound soon. Um, yeah, I think all of baseball misses that guy. So, see you in
2: twenty twenty
0: five.
2: Um, last thing here, shout out to the people out there using SeatGeek. Uh, you guys hit me up, and you guys have done a great job of hitting me up in the DMs. Be like, "Yo, appreciate it." Here's a little screenshot of what I was able to to pull ticket wise. Here's the game I'm going to, so on and so forth. So, shout out to you guys. Uh, and if you haven't yet. Use our promo code three o take T H R no T yeah T H R E E O H T A K E it's our social handle. Uh, you can save twenty bucks off your ticket purchase. So go ahead and use that promo code for us. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed to us on YouTube, if you're if you're primarily an audio person, stop. What's it What's it gonna hurt you to just check us out on YouTube? Maybe catch one episode or two from the the video perspective. And while you're there, subscribe to us.
0: Yeah, like, subscribes, reviews, all the good stuff, please. It's good for us. We need it.
2: Much appreciated. That's all I got. We'll see you guys next week. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.